Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is, this is our podcast. We're, yep. we're we're casting pods. Yep. Get out. Watch out. I'm I'm going to summon a pod. It'll be great. Um <laughs> and then I'll cast it. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> So many ways to take that. Like, are we making them out of resin or what? Are, what's the, what's happening? Do we throw pods? them out to the great yonder? <laughs> exactly. A, right. I feel like moment. a lot of good ways to take that analogy. <laughs> this is, uh, this is always strikes last and I'm Matt and I'm joined by, uh, sorry, I'm miles. You're Matt. Yes. Oh, this please. is Matt. And, uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm joined by miles. There we go. Uh, there we go. Nailed it. Uh, first try. Uh, Jack, uh, is on an epic European vacation, so he could not be with us this week, but we miss him dearly. Yes, we do. We literally got a, uh, a beautiful picture of the Alps and I was very, very much wanting to go see wherever the hell that is. Cause that was yeah, pretty. It was very pretty. Um, yeah, but we've got, uh, exciting age of Sigmar news, uh, that we can talk about in the meantime, while we lust over Jack's sweet ski vacation. Indeed, just as plans, Jack. Just as planned. <laughs> um, so we got a fun and spicy drop of the April uh, battle scroll, depleted reserves. That's very, very uh, foreboding. And I like it. I kind of like yeah. it. So, uh, so let's see real quick. Just running through what's in it. We had the. There's a nerf to the rally command. There's a change. A nerf to arcane tome. Um, there is a buff to Cruel Boys, and then there's some points changes uh, to uh, a couple different factions. Yep. So, so what do you think about the uh, that rally there? I, for one, am actually for it. I oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, so basically what they're saying now is you can only return units that have a combined wounds characteristic of 10 or less, meaning that uh, if, you're, if you are rallying let's say a unit of six Varengard, the best you could bring back is two of them. Yep. Yep. Same um, with dragon. And I orders. think, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's a great change. Um, I wonder if it's not enough, not far enough, but, uh, but obviously I think it's games workshops way to sort of nudge and see how that goes and then nudge a little bit more. If- um, I think it, it straddles that fine line of, um, you know, we don't want to see somebody rolling super hot on, um, I don't know, a unit of dragon ogres like I've done several times. Sure. Let's say I have a unit of uh, nine dragon ogres and I just somehow am able to rally back four of them. You know, that's that's super demoralizing as well as being yeah. 20, 20 wounds. Um, but and, and at, at the same time, you know, there are definitely builds out there that are um you know sacrificing uh other potential buffs for the opportunity to rally more more consistently mm-hmm. and so i don't think it changes that that much right um right. on a lot of those uh rally rally buff units the i think you could probably see like rules as intended it's meant to like you know bring back some chaos warriors or bring back a bunch of demonettes right yeah um not all of your knights of the empty throne (laughs) yeah Yeah. right uh so like there's um to me i think it's it's kind of needed um there was 
there were there's been a lot of bad feels um that i've caused by sure rallying um just an insane amount especially with the old beast of chaos white dwarf um that that just got kind of dumb to be honest yeah well um, i mean i definitely remember a tournament where i was fighting some fire slayers and i'd killed 19 hearthguard berserkers and that other that last one rallied the like by the time I finally got back into that unit. They were back to full. Yeah. And like, and the, and the great thing about that, and that's a great stepping point into like why I think it's a good idea is that her, uh, the berserkers are only two wounds. Right. So that's, that's uh, five guys that you can bring back. And over the course of a game, that's, you know, five more berserkers will make a difference. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's enough that it's substantial enough to make a difference. Um, but it's also um, it's also enough that you know next turn you can get back up to that strength if you need, right? So like the mm-hmm. the potential to bring everything back is still there. It's just not okay. All of this is coming back at once because I rolled well, right? Sure. Now you actually have to go into planning and make sure that you're not in combat to be able to do it, and it becomes more of a give and take. And I, I love that situation. It's It puts players in instead of like that automatic, like, okay, I got my keyword. I got this thing. This is guaranteed, right? Yeah. You have to uh, make Unkillable a blob. Here we go. Yeah. Which <laughs> I, uh, yep. We know how I feel about those things. About unkillable uh, blobs? Yes. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and then the next uh, kind of spicy one is the change to the arcane tome. Which, uh, if I'm reading this right, it's a lot of words to say that you don't get your lore spell. I think, um, and let me let me go right back to it. Uh, also says that you can't give it to corn people, which is good. Well, was... so the big thing is, it's um, if it if the you can only give it to character or heroes that don't have the wizard, priest, or corn keyword. So if a wizard cannot get an extra spell anymore, and that I think is the big thing. Um, and that means that it was at this point in time when we knew that when the internet stopped miles, it was. The, the angry power builders have stopped the internet for miles. So, we had to <laughs> pick back here. Uh, they're they're very angry about this here loss of arcane tome. So what I was saying was the um, the heroes uh, that don't have wizard priest or corn keywords can take it. So you can't add an extra spell to a caster. Gotcha. Um, meaning that you know uh, Lord of Change, uh, other you know any other crazy thing that you were going to use to um i guess super buff um mm-hmm. you know it's gone right so that's one less summoning point uh for zinch that's one less uh op cast for somebody else sure um and and also you don't get um any of the spells from any lores you just get arcane bolt and mystic shield yeah which and any um endless spells which is good I mean, that's kind of essentially what it was made to do. Um, yeah, it was and, to make you a basic wizard. Yeah, make you a basic wizard, provide the things, and the dispel, really, right? 
Yeah. So I'm glad they finally brought it back to where it kind of needs to be as opposed to being like, oh, well, you know, I've got uh, I've got access to everything in the lore. Mm. Yeah, Arcane right. Tome. There we go. Boom. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I know definitely uh, that was a much abused uh, artifact of power. So kind of interesting. Uh, my friend who's been playing Zinch is actually pretty excited by the fact that he now gets to take other things <laughs> instead of having to take Arcane Tome because it's stronger. I know, right? Adversity. So, diversity, you mean? Well, I mean, adversity for all the Zinch <laughs> players that were taking it and had no idea what to do outside of that. Exactly. Well, um, now he gets Destiny Dice back on a 5-up for, like, no reason, so... Because why not? Why not? <laughs> um, moving along. Uh, oh, uh, the Cruel Boys got two different buffs, so that's exciting. Uh, adding on to a list of already pretty long buffs for the Cruel Boys uh, coming in on these battle scrolls. Mm -hmm. So uh, they now get two dirty tricks at the beginning of the battle. And um, Gut Rippers, instead of um, doing a weird leadership-based uh, debuff, are just minus one to hit in melee, uh, except for heroes and monsters. So uh, those are both pretty interesting. I think the Gut Rippers thing is nice because it always happens. You know, and they are notoriously fragile, so that might uh, that could go a long way. Yep, uh, to making them actually stick around. I'm not convinced that the dirty tricks is that exciting because they're still random. I once think, you pick them, so I think uh, yeah, the the fact that they are still random, and um, you'll have to you'll have to uh, reignite my memory on that. Um, as far as which dirty tricks are available. Um, I know one of them is kind of a teleport at the beginning of the game. Um, yeah, there's like a redeploy uh, before the game starts. I think there's one where um, you can give yourself uh, cover. Um, I don't remember all of them, to be honest with you. I just remember that it's always like D pick D3 units, you know, and so they're like, they're just like not that dependable. And but I will say that maybe it doesn't matter if this is that good a buff because it is a buff. I mean, it's undeniably a buff, mm -hmm. right? And from GW's perspective, looking at Cruel Boys on their little uh, you know win rate chart, Cruel Boys are sitting at a hard forty four percent, exactly one percent below acceptable. Yeah, you know? which which still surprises me. I know they're they're non existent in the meta up here. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, and I've been slowly working on my Cruel Boys army. I just need to get the uh, Sludge Rakes for it. Sure. But they Those have been an army that essentially kind of, they don't know what to do, I think. And that's their biggest mm -hmm. problem. They want to be great at shooting, but they cost too much to be great at shooting. Or they're right. too flimsy to be great at shooting, right? Yeah. Um, and you have to go all in, which means then you can't do the objective game at all. Right. Um, or they want to be decent in combat, but, um, you know, they just can't stand up to a slight breeze. Right. Um, exactly. And I think the, the change to the gut rippers will really help with that. Um, it's interesting that it's not targeting heroes and monsters, which is kind of nice. Um, cause I feel like that would be almost too much of a, uh, a, running out the gate and just like squashing a lot of builds, especially sure. combat builds or combat only well, builds. 
And previously, their their change was based on leadership. So this just like makes sure that like okay, I'm fighting Nighthawk. I still get my minus one to hit. Yep, which is yeah. really nice. So um, I think I think it would be interesting to actually pull out the army with all the changes now and mm-hmm. kind of put it on the table, see what it does. Um, I feel like uh, for for myself, I was like the idea of just kind of. Sp- spamming uh close combat from them um and sure. not even really um hobgrats and uh gut rippers yeah. and yeah hobgrats gut rippers especially hobgrats since they made them battle line conditional battle line right um sure. but i think uh you know the minus one from hit rolls uh for melee weapons and then not being able to see uh grin and blades outside of 12 inches is actually yeah. that's a little bit more survivable than um, I was expecting um, them to be, and it's it's interesting because it's not doing that with um, you know with pure armor saves, which is yeah the armor nice. saves are fun. mediocre. It's not like you're getting ward saves. You are able to keep yourself from being attacked. Yeah, and that's sort of your your defensive measure. And- and that feels cunning. That's more cunning than brutal. And I like it. I would love to see them have, and you know, this is just pure wish list. Um, I would love to see them have a pile away move or something like that, you know, where like uh, after your enemy is piled in, you get to try and pile away three uh, inches. Almost like a reverse old Alarith rules, the yeah. almighty push. <laughs> this would be the almighty recede. Exactly. Uh, that feels very. Uh, you know, where you're just trying to, and there'd have to be some some restrictions on it, so you couldn't just get yourself out of combat completely. But you know, um, yeah. uh, you know, some way of sort of minimizing hits against you that feels very cr- cruel, boys. Yeah, very much so. And it's it's interesting because the army, the army wants to be good. It has it has so many things in it that that could turn it up to 11, but it's stuck at seven, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's a fault of the combi book or that it's just an old book. Sure. Um, I know we see a lot of people just kind of like stuck in that one build with uh, Stormcast now uh, because just an all shoot and teleport build because it's an old book um, and it sure. has a lot. Although I do see, I do legs. see Annihilators still. You know, like a, a heavy Annihilators build. I do see dragons show up. Mm-hmm. You know, dragons are still good. I mean, they're not like, wow, this is gonna, this is gonna like, but they're like, they're you know, a very strong army uh, that has a lot of play. Yeah, and they're still terrifying. I mean, yeah. uh, regardless of what anybody says to their poor dragon army, like it's still, <laughs> it's still, it's like going up against. There was a tournament a while ago. Um, a long time ago, actually, uh, we were okay. up at Aegis Games. I think uh, I think you were at this one as well. Oh man, so and, a long, long time ago. Yeah, a long, long time <laughs> ago. And we were all sitting there um, waiting for our our um, our match our our matches to you know come in the BCP app. And mm-hmm. we, I think it was you, myself, and Beasley were all uh, kind of around the same area and we're like, okay, who are we going to get matched with? And we just looked at everything. We're like, I want to be matched with you. I want to be matched with you. And there was one army that all of us were like, I really just don't want to be matched with them. And it was BCR. 
Oh yeah, remember yeah, that? that one. Yeah. And I feel I feel like that's that's the kind of that's the kind of feels we could get out of that. Is <laughs> like a Stormcast Dragons is like yeah, like nobody actually wants them. to fight against them. Do I like, really want to deal with this though? No, maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, but like you can, but you're it's not the matchup you want because there's so many little tricksy things they could actually do and they mm-hmm. can hit like a truck when they need to. So yeah, that's dragons. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if we're going to put it in that context, right. We think dragons as a singular army, um, annihilators has a very specific build. And then the shoe cast has a very specific build. Those right. are like three different sub factions in a way that the uh, orc book has. Right. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna put um, some of these some of these little guys on the table and see how the swamp works. Get, like actually sure. do. I I will say one reason they may be low is that their uh, book battle tactics are absolute garbage. And in this GHB, you need like it doesn't matter how good you kill if you can't score, you can't score. Yep, and that and uh, as a as somebody who's been playing Skaven pretty hardcore for uh, the last bit, yeah, the the battle tactics, the battle tactics. If you don't have them, you don't get them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, right. There's four from the GHB that are pretty good, no matter what army you are. There's a fifth one, depending on what kind of army you are. And then I feel like to be comfortable in any specific mission, I need to have seven that are in my pocket that I could do. You know, yeah. that's the sweet spot. Yeah. And and the orc book, I'll I mean, I'm biased here because I've played I play both or I've played both Bone Splitters and Skaven. I think mm-hmm. the Orc book actually has more viable battle tactics than the Skaven one if you're running a uh an individual like faction. Sure. Which is nasty. It's pretty painful. So it would be like being forced into playing Big Wah to get all of the battle tactics out of the book. I Which is, I mean, definitely what I was doing uh, towards the end of, uh, you know, or well, not towards the end, but the most recent time I was playing Orcs. And I, I, I still don't, I still don't think I have the mental faculties to play Big Wah uh, well. Like I've got it's, a, it's I've a just, lot of counting, which feels very unorc like. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, two, four, two. <laughs> oh, where's the two? Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh I think I think hopefully we can see some on the table. I, I just I love the idea of the army. I've just never seen it piloted in a way where I can't outrun it and then you know win the objective game. Now that sure. being said, I really like fast armies, so Maybe that's something that I don't yeah, have an issue you. with. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, uh, we've definitely we've seen a bit of the timeline from them from GW the release timeline, and there are two books that look suspiciously like campaign books coming up. Um, and uh, I definitely remember the what was the stupid campaign last time in Second Ed? It, it ended with Kragnos. Kragnos. Anyway, yeah, yeah the Kragnos. Anyway. It was like, you know, six books or so. And um, by the end, every faction got a good little buff if it needed it. Yeah. And then we went on to the next edition. Yeah. And so um, I'm expecting that first book or maybe the second book will have a big orc buff and and we'll all be 
will be, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Um, uh, what were those called? I have them sitting on the shelf, but all I can see is Belcor, Kragnos, Marathian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, those ones. Yeah. Those ones. Marathi uh, had one. Marathi had her own, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Marathi, anyway, Ticklis, broken, Kragnos. broken realms. Yeah. Broken realms. There we go. There it is. I mean, God. That's why they pay us the big bucks. Yep, that's exactly why you come to this channel for uh, the highest quality. Highly accurate and quick recall. Yes. (laughs) The most caffeinated recall ever. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see them buff, buff, buff. But I kind of like the Battle Scrolls, these little nudges that you can see they're actually taking the time. To kind of like sculpt these armies in a small, in a better way as they get an idea for what's Mm -hmm. obviously going to be the next, you know, book that drops out. Well, and uh, a lot of these, right. So we have to remember that the games workshop production schedule, right. If a book is coming out this month, that means it was written one year ago. Yeah. You know, and so these battle scroll updates are actually, uh, they know what's coming out. Mm-hmm. in the next you know 12 months and they know um and they you know uh but so this is actually their most recent rules changes are what's what happens in these battle scrolls their most recent up-to-date rules writing yeah and maybe we'll maybe we'll see uh cruel boys dominate when they come back that'd be nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so there was a bunch of points adjustments uh, tacked onto the bottom of this battle scroll and uh, definitely some interesting ones. Uh, Lumineth Realm Lords, uh, definitely, obviously a very strong army. And is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to process that uh, the, with the Lumineth Realm Lords. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm just, I'm uh, like, I, I still have not like delved into the book. It's one of the few that I just haven't bought out of spite. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the problem of, I don't want to own three of the books in yeah, such yeah. a sp- short span of time. I got And you. so it's purely a non spite buy. Um, and, and all I've really fought against, uh, lately are just, um, are, uh, just the stone stone guys and sure. so uh, like, metrica yeah metrica and so my experience against them is like okay that's kind of scary yeah no it's a nice little tank build it's meat and potatoes infantry on the board you got a monster it's great but i know i know techless is terrifying so yep and I, it's it's interesting that so the just for people at home um the Hurricane, uh, Spirit of the Wind, and Severith went down in points, and um, Teclas went up along with Wind Chargers, Sentinels, and the Cathalar. And so that feels like a targeted nerf at uh, the sort of classic V1 mm-hmm. Teclas and a bunch of archers build, uh, which is still getting play, you know, out there. Um, I think now the move is to take those Wind Chargers um as your sort of screens along with you know you can take them uh in helon if i'm pronouncing that right yep uh, and or you get wind charger battle line so that helps you fill out the battle line choices um 
And then their anti-ward shooting helps you uh, get through some of those tough choices that your uh, art, your main sentinels don't have uh, good shots against. Yeah, and and the uh, the wind chargers did go up ten points too. So yeah, it's interesting that like if that's the only that's the only reason. I'm glad that it's only ten points, not twenty or something, right? Sure. Uh, I mean, they're still pretty inexpensive. They're still 140 points, whereas I think the guys on horses are 130 points. Well, 140 points for for uh for what you're getting out of the movement um from them i think is uh, movement and shooting and actually still okay combat profile mm-hmm. i think it's you know I, I still think they're they're a deal yeah i still think they're a deal but i think what pushes them into hey i may actually go pick up this book um is that the spirit of the winds have gone down meaning they people haven't figured out a viable way to play them yet apparently Mm-hmm. So like the, the, I, I, I still have not run into one and to be 100% honest, would not be able to uh, recite the changes in the rules. Sure. But um, the fact that they've come down makes me think, uh, you know, people immediately threw them in the trash can uh, when the new book came out because they couldn't, you know, do the four, uh the four foxes spirit of the wind you know uh troll movement no, which is sure. good because that was that was kind of uh it was annoying know, I, it was in my in my idea kind of a dumb abuse of the game to be honest um, so yeah i have uh i have some stats to share with lumineth realm lords so um i've been following this uh Tournament that's happening this weekend. I'm not at it, unfortunately. It's called Blood Tithe, and it's an international teams tournament. So pretty big deal. Um, Now, a little bit of a weird thing. So teams tournaments, uh, there's no duplicate factions on a team. Um, And uh, and also because of the team pairing strategy, uh, you can actually get away with some builds that you might not do as a single person, you know, on on that sort of traditional tournament. Mm -hmm. Right. It's okay to have armies that are more of a defined role, you know, that like like a a, a three two army that just doesn't lose like or they lose when they lose. It's like very tight. Um, That could be a huge asset in a team tournament that that you'd only ever see go three two in a in in like a a GT. Yeah. The hammer, anvil and scalpel kind of style. Exactly. Switch them up. So with all that in mind, there are 22 teams at uh, Blood Tide this weekend. And 14 of them brought Lumineth Realm Lords. Jeez. And 10 of them brought Teclas. Well, I'm... Um, and they're using all the new points. They're using the Battle Scrolls. So this is, you know, so it'll be really interesting to see. Um, this seems like a really interesting test of uh, of this change. And is it enough? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, just some some fun little stats. Uh, no one is bringing Seraphon, Flesh Eater Courts, Sons of Behemoth, Cruel Boys, Big Wob, Lone Splitters, or Ideneth Deepkin. You know, I'm 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 going through my uh, my horde of armies. Um, yeah, and I forgot. I I I won't lie. I forgot. I had about four thousand points of uh, Ideneth. Yeah, like, completely assembled, sitting in a little bin. And part of that is uh, 
props to Charles again for just curb stomping me every time. Sure. Is, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, hesitance to play an army that can be that brutal on the charge uh, mm-hmm. with the way that they were when they came out. And the other part being that they're so one dimensional, they're such a one dimensional army that it's once you know the tricks, there's they're kind of easy to take down. Sure. Um, back to your what is it, the no fundamentals? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> analogy and and that's kind of sad i really i really feel like they're one of the more beautiful ranges that games workshop has ever put out and they consistently live in that space of okay if i'm matched against this lumineth uh or sorry not lumineth if i'm matched against idaneth in the wrong mission they're gonna win it no matter what sure but they'll fail (laughs) on on quite a few more which is kind of sad. I would I would love to see them get a little bit more love. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Idneth. I, I mean, speak for Idneth. I've played against them pretty recently. They have strong battle tactics. I think. I think you're right that they are stuck in gimmick land. Mm-hmm. And uh, and gimmick land isn't working right now. I feel as I feel- as well as it could be. Yeah, I feel like they need to live in spam land, no matter what they do. You either have yeah. to spam eels, or you spam archers, or you spam... Um, oh, I can't remember their name. The uh, the, the little fighter dudes. Um, thralls. Yeah. You, you spam reavers, or thralls, or eels, or sharks, mm-hmm. or turtles. But turtles are... Turtles have an immediate kind of like shutdown now, so... Yeah. It's just... It's sad. But um, eh, everybody has their yeah. time in the sun. I'm excited now to kind of like pull those foxes out and my wind chargers and see what list I can come up with though, sure. for Lumina. That'll be interesting. On the on the Beast of Chaos, though, I'm actually really surprised at the at the rule or well at the points changes that they dropped. It looks mm-hmm. like they're only having just a little bit of testing come through, um, which is yeah, odd. So Doombulls went up, Bulgors went up, Bestigors went down. As they should, 220 points is just ridiculous for Bestigors. That's for 10 at least, right? Yeah. Yeah, for 10. I mean, it's 20 wounds, but that's, you know, that's, that's more than like some cavalry units um, with, sure. you know, Better working, uh, better working rules. Vestigors are still in that. Well, I guess all of Beasts of Chaos are still in that area of hmm. Uh, you know, if then, if then, if then, and yeah. uh, a lot of Beasts of Chaos feels like that still. So um, I am happy that the Doom Bull got a little bit of a price increase because it's it's an auto take right now, um, and that never. That never feels good when there's just an auto take in a book. Um, no, it's sure. Super. You want to make feel like you made a decision that mattered. Yeah, exactly. In list building and additionally in play, um, Doom mm-hmm. right now just basically uh, for anybody who doesn't know, it allows uh, you to essentially um, make a charge in your opponent's face if you need, and just come right in and uh, mess up people's plans, which is great. Um, 
but at the cost of the Doom Bull, who can teleport with certain artifacts seven inches away, and then essentially get an auto charge with their Bulgors, um, mm-hmm. they were overcosted. So, I yeah, I'm I'm surprised clearly. I didn't see Dragon Ogres come down and uh, chariots go up as well. Uh, sure. So I mean, I feel like odd. the the list that I have seen has been. How many Bulgors can I take? Exactly. It's probably nine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which is... And then, uh, and then, you know, and then it's just a bunch of screens and bullshit to, uh, to round out the list. Yep. And, and that's never what I, so it's, yeah. it's, it's always like, okay, well, give me some variation. Right. Yeah. I still think the, um, Senegors are the, uh, untapped spark of that book that could ignite the fire of it being <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I just set something down and I don't know where I said it. I'm going to stop Uh-oh. looking for it. Okay. So, <laughs> well, and I think this goes to a little bit of, you know, GW's philosophy that they've talked about with these points changes, which is to get the book in a reasonable state um, in terms of win percentage and then work on the internal balance. You know, and so this feels like a external balance change. Yeah. Specifically. But this next one with Slaves to Darkness feels like a very much an internal balance change. Right. So Knights, Warriors, Lord on Karkadrak, Demon Prince, Eternus, and Ogroid, uh, Theridans all went down. Yeah. And uh, it's deserved. Um, but <laughs> let's, I'm, I'm going to, I know I'm going to, I'm still waxing on Beast of Chaos here, but yeah. Let's look at Chaos War- look at the profile of Chaos Warriors. And then we'll notice that it's come down uh minus 10 points to 210. And yep. then think of what you can do with the unit of Chaos Warriors. And then compare that to Bestagor and see which ones last a battle longer and actually make up their points. Sure. Uh but anyways, I I am most excited about the Slaves to Darkness uh drops. Um for those of you who have been listening to this for a while, I have an all uh, Chaos Knights army, mm-hmm. um, and the the downgrade in points actually, uh, you know, if you're going all in on Chaos Knights, that's a pretty considerable point. Okay, that's like at least eighty army. points it's saving you, as far as I can tell. Yep. Um, in addition to that, the Karkadrak uh, was a needed, was very much needed. Mm-hmm. Um, is because 220 points for that dude. Well, he can he can slap. He just does not. It's very hard for him to actually work with the army um, if you're going to do a mounted army because he's a slower model in general. Oh sure. Um, unless you're going Slanesh. Demon Prince still haven't used him yet. They look amazing. I actually I, have a list where I have six Demon Princes in it because why the hell not? And that just got me a lot more points. Nice. I uh, I played one uh, against one by accident because uh, he rolled a 12 on his stupid chart. Uh, yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> it uh, was honestly uh, a little bit of a letdown. You know, uh, I think the wizard, the sorcerer lord, w- would have been better to just be a, stay a sorcerer lord. Yeah, I think that... I throw, throw uh, caution to the wind and flaunt the chaos god's decision. <laughs> Yeah, like losing the uh, always striking first and moving it to um, 
to a customizable option yeah. definitely hurt their standing. Um, I think it's more, it's more that they were trying to balance them out and they may have overdone it. Like they tend to do with slaves to darkness for some reason. Yeah. Um, and they just love neutering the rules on them. They've gotten progressively worse as uh, age of Sigmar has gone uh, forward. I think. I don't know. Those, the first set was really bad. Really? Uh, but, but yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I remember some of the combinations coming out just because it was just, um, you know, like if you have Marauders and Pestilence and stuff, because it worked on the Nurgle keyword, just being just oh, the sure. grossest thing. I feel ever. like that's an other book problem, not a Slaves to Darkness book problem. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah, my, true. it's not my fault that your book has loose keywords, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think I think the we'll we'll start seeing probably a lot of slanesh, a lot more slanesh yeah. with Saves of Darkness. Um, I'm I'm starting to think about it as well. One of the biggest problems that I've had is consistency with Slaves of Darkness. Mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds, because Eye of the Gods is where you're going to get your rent. Oh sure, and then you have to and, roll for it, and it's random, and yep. And yeah, you can re-roll on some of them, but the big thing that you can do now with Slanesh is bring those uh, Blissbarb Seekers, and now suddenly you've got Ren 2 on um, every unit that's going into something, which is sure. real good for Slaves of Darkness, right? So yeah. I, I feel it's like... Their own, are... It's their own uh, even easier to control Purple Sun. Yep, yeah. Um, and much more maneuverable. Um, the Blissbarb Seekers can get across the board in one turn, and that's all you need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're surprisingly hard to take down when you're faced with a bunch of different decisions. Yeah. So, um, the other little thing that I'm kind of happy about is the Theradons. Um, I, and it's only because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so naturally that makes me want to do an entire army of Theradons. So I have six right now. Um, and you know, probably over the course of the, over the course of the year, I'll probably pick them up as I can from anybody who's just like done with them. And I think, I think an all Theradon army is going to be just fun. It may not be good. It may be a two and three army. But there's going to be some really fun, weird situations that I think come out of that because that's going to be the unit that everybody underestimates. And they can still put out uh, about as much damage as needed to wipe something from the board. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Eternus is just awesome. Um, I don't know why he went down in points, to be honest. I think he was already really good. Huh? I think because nobody's taking him. I think he exists in a very specific build um, and that's using like legionnaires and going full on into legion of the first prince. Sure. Um, well, I think that's my point is that, you know, this is an internal balance change, right? Slaves of darkness is winning about the right amount of percentage, uh, but it's all chosen in Varengard. Yeah. Right? Which I don't see changing. <laughs> I mean, in sure. all honesty, everybody, everybody already has all those models. So, like it's gonna keep on going as long as they're good. Um, I don't see the Varengard situation changing. They're they're just too good. They're too good not yeah. to take. Although Who knew? Chosen, super knights, oof. super knights was the thing. 
Yeah, Super Knights. I'm surprised Chosen didn't go up either. Um, they are spendy now, but man, I've never had a unit just give me as much trouble as Chosen do. Mm-hmm. So eh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But all in all, I, I love the changes to Slaves to Darkness. And uh, Zinch is welcome as well. Um, yeah, Zinch is a little bit brutal right now. I don't know how, how much Zinch you're playing against. I mean, I really only go up against Beasley, and that's it's it's been interesting because I it's funny. Um, if I were playing any other Zinch player, I'd probably have more problems. But the way that Matt plays, I've kind of just gotten used to, and okay. so I kind of expect it. So, like, it's either you know, I know I know my chances right out the gate, uh, depending on the mission and depending on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on and usually it comes down to you know one or two roles of like okay that was the chance to win the game he's already way better than me <laughs> yeah. so uh, we're on an uphill battle anyways um the, but uh, is he playing uh guild of summoners is he playing uh what's the i think he's just bouncing around right now he has yeah. moved the beast of chaos for the past couple of tournaments that i've seen him Ooh. at um, that's interesting yeah and i mean Beast of Chaos play very well for Trixie stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And well, that's to fair. his credit, he is doing a list that I don't expect to see, and I love it. He's not leaning too hard into all the quirks. He's getting the auto takes that he has to with the Doom Bowl and the Bulgors. Yeah. But other things that I see, you know, he's bringing the Chaos Gargan, um, which I haven't seen much of, and that may just be because, you know, a lot of Beast of Chaos players just don't have it. Like, I myself sure. don't have a Chaos Gargant because they were absolute trash. Now, with the yep. minus one rend aura, you know, they're going to be seen a lot more. But he's he's testing the list to be a kind of a, a take-all-comers list that um, isn't it's not what I would expect. It's not a mono build, um, which I love. So there's a lot of inspiration there. Um, well, that's really cool. But um, for, oh, but yeah, sorry, for, for Zinch, I mean, so for an army that is sitting at a 60% win rate, according to Games Workshop, this does not feel like a big enough nerf. I mean, so here's the thing. These are all coming in on... Um, on those lists that are having that win rate, right? Yeah. So it's either one or two Curselings, uh, Fluxmaster. Um, you know, all of these are adding up. You know, that's sure. it's 40 points. So that means you're going to be down. There's no way you're going to be able to include, you know, uh, your horrors if you want to have the horrors. Um, and that's less cast over the course of the game. To bring sure. on your uh, Lord of Change. I mean, and you say that, but I don't know. The, so the, the Zeech list I've been playing against is a Guild of Summoners and mm-hmm. um, comes out with Kairos. Uh, there's a Magister on disc, so he went up. I see that. Um, Ogroid on foot, which I think is just a, a fun flavor, and he's got a spell. The, he's got a good spell for what it's he's worth. He's got a really good spell. Um, and, and then save now, uh, I think there's a Change Caster in there or if, uh, who's, who didn't go up. Um, and then just a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, Arcanites. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Arcanites humans. are great. And uh, and a unit of Zangors. Um, 
which is interesting. I don't see that as a particularly hard list. But the, um, the problem is, is he summons a Lord of Change every single turn. Well, I don't know what to tell you there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then the mortal wound out, if you get within 18 inches of his little castle, oh, it's yeah, like, toes. Take, take 23 mortal wounds this yep. phase. Yeah, and um, and so, like, yeah, I can see that kind of list dominating. Um, I haven't seen much of that around here. Yeah, it's um, tough. And it, uh, to be fair, Dave said that Dave's the guy who's playing it, and um, he does a really good job because it doesn't want to have good objective play. Like uh, the list itself is a castle, you mm-hmm. know, and he's really done a good job of making the objective play happen while still being a castle. That's yep. That's that's real. You know, he'll rare. do fun moves like the Magister on disc moves twenty two inches and then summons a Lord of Change onto a far objective. So somehow you know thirty six inches away, there is now a Lord of Change where there wasn't holding it holding a far objective. Yeah, yeah, which you is know? awesome. Yeah, no, it's a really good play uh, for sure. I think um, for for variation, like we we already saw one of the other nerfs that. Um, Zinch got too right the lack of being able to add oh arcane um, tome onto like a, a lord of change or a, somebody yeah blue scribes or something yeah now that being said my favorite unit um is not a wizard so um oh man and i can't remember their name off the top of my head but they uh they give a plus one uh to wound aura for everything for all attacks and um Fate Masters, uh, they just they rock, and so that's that's something you I could see coming in, mm-hmm. um, because it works for shooting and combat. Sure, uh, but still, um, you know, I don't know for for variation. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, they definitely took the hit with the arcane tome, as you said. So maybe this is just gravy, and we'll see how it goes. And it's maybe hard to judge. Uh, against you know one good player whether he's still taking them or not you know yeah and and honestly this would be something where i'd i'd reach out to beasley and see what he thinks about it if he hasn't already um put it out there in the in yield discord um what does look like a significant nerf is the nerf to gloom spike gets yeah which is deserved it's yeah it's, it's deserved and i think some of them i don't think they went far enough to be honest um Scragrot definitely deserved 50 points at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, he was stupid cheap for what he was doing and continues to do. Um, Squig Boss, Gabapalooza. Yeah, Squig Boss probably could have gone up a little bit too, considering the uh, GHP that we're in. Once that goes mm-hmm. away, you know, Bounty Hunters, not Bounty Hunters, sorry, the um, Sharpshooters. Um, sure, that'll go away. Sharpshooters will be uh, less uh, needed to try and stop that squig boss. Uh, Gobblepalooza going up only 15 is a little eh. And sneaky snufflers. I think squig uh, only going up To your point earlier, though, you know, this is a Gloomsight Kids list that went up 100 points. Yeah, but so here's the question. How much does that affect it, right? Like maybe you're like, oh, well, I don't want to take that extra squig boss. (laughs) Like, okay, that's not too much of a negative play on it. Yeah. 
Um, but you're cutting out critical buffs, you know, that um, that were, you know, in a lot of ways, mission critical to the whole thing going off. I think so. I mean, yeah, it did attain critical mass, but that critical mass was over the top, I think, for a lot of sure. armies. So I think what I would have liked to see on this is the squig herds actually go up to just straight 150. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then I could be fine with the Nasha Squig Squig Boss being where it's at. I still think he's priced a little low, and the Snufflers, you know, they're they're nasty, right? Um, yeah. Because of the potential that they have to just start shrugging wounds anywhere. So I I don't know. I think I think it was good to see it. Um, I love that the Loom Boss and the Mangler Squigs went down. Uh, yeah, because that was a little. It was a little pricey right out the gate. Even with how crazy it can be, it's the first thing that I can kill because it's going to be right in my face all the time. So oh, yeah, sure, sure. Leaving a little bit of room there is nice. But and yeah, and our our last uh, points change is actually kind of an interesting one, and I don't know really know what to make of it. Uh, Night Hunt had some points increases to hex rates and Dread Scythe Herodons. Um, this to me screams an internal balance tweak. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cause it's not like night hunt are dominating the meta. Uh, you know, they're doing fine. They're doing, you know, good even, um, well, they're doing fine anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a, Hey, why don't you guys take some other stuff instead? Try that stuff out. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. Um, you know, hex wraiths, hex wraiths are great. I don't think they're. They're amazing. And same with Herodons. Herodons are very faction, sub-faction focus if you want them to be amazing. Um, I gotcha. I mean, they can blend just like anything, but I think uh, I think you're right on the dot there. Like, that's internal balance. Um, and I feel like Night Haunt has always and continues to be this kind of book where you have the you have a lot of points to move to work around with, but as soon as you kind of like find the way you want your army to work, those points dry up like immediately. So oh, this will force probably more change than I would expect normally. Oh, sure. Well, especially because um, so many of these units you're taking in uh, twos and threes, right? Like this isn't a 10 point increase. This is a, you know, maybe 40 to, to 50 point increase over the course of your list yep yeah you know and i'm always amazed you know night hunt has so much in it you Mm -hmm. know uh i can never i mean i can never tell them apart but that's that's i'm failing on me uh more than anything else does it have have, or forearms yeah exactly (laughs) but Mm. they there's just so many different units in night hunt and so many of them are are super interesting like Mm -hmm. uh and you never see I don't know what feels like two thirds of them. So, um, yeah, now it could be, you never see half of them and I just, you know, can't tell them apart, which is also totally I, fair. Well, they definitely suffer from that. This was a release book, right? This is one mm-hmm. of those books, just like, uh, like cruel boys that got a, a ton of models. Um, and some of them, you know, were very clearly models that were out there to be made and rules had to be written for them. Sure. Um, as opposed to 
you know, there was a cohesive idea for all of the army as it's, you know, evolved over time. I think, uh, you know, my, my little horse faced guys will, I'm surprised that they haven't gone down in points, but my little horse faced guys, I'd, I'd love to see them get some love. Um, and I, I don't know the, I think, I think night Han is a great gatekeeper army right now. Um, there's no reason a night haunt army can't go three and two. Uh, they're just, they're strong and they're not OP, but they can critical mass if they need. Sure. So, no, uh, they feel like one of those armies that might be good in, 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 you know, one of those team tournament situations where, uh, you know, you need that army that is like, look, this might not win every time, but it's not going to lose by very many points. And I can count on that for, for a team victory. Yeah. And, you know, they're and very if consistent. you put in, if you have the the ability to pick your matches, it's gonna it's gonna have a probably a much higher win rate mm-hmm. um, than loss rate because it's very good at at destroying specific builds. So, sure. Well, and so many armies, you know, uh, that we see sort of at the top, um, sort of. I guess Zinch is really sort of the uh, the outlier in this, but so many of them we're seeing up at the top are these mega Ren stacking armies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And uh, Night Hunt, notably, famously, don't care. Yes, they they lie in the give no fucks category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like the, I like the battle scroll. I feel like it, it's gonna it's gonna have some changes in here that are, are deceptively good. Mm-hmm. Um, the just the hero phase uh, rally and the arcane tone changes, I think were needed mm-hmm. to kind of balance out the game. And it, and it reduces, um, you know, w- leaning into one specific strategy in general, I think. Yeah. Um, so I, I like the points changes too. I think, uh, I think again, uh that gets probably could have had a little bit more in the right place and right now they're putting it in the wrong place um yeah we'll see i mean again you know that's gws want to uh nudge rather than overcorrect uh they've definitely overcorrected in the past notably yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah but slanesh only slanesh is feeling good now Took him, oh, took yeah. him years. No, and uh, so many books <coughs> coming out that we will have to get Jack back and catch him up on what's been happening since he, he doesn't even know about OBR. Think about that. Oh, we yeah. Get to blow his mind with OBR next episode. You know, I'm I'm excited to see how that book works out. Um, all, the, all the people who have OBR armies that they've slowly been building because they love the models, put them on the table and then just take them right off afterwards. Yeah. Um, that book looks strong. It looks very strong. Um, I'm excited to well, see OBR back. And the, I mean, the current OBR book does go four and one, you know, uh, not all the time, but it does. Um, but like, it is just a frustrating army to play as. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and so, yeah, it's uh, even just simplifying and streamlining some of their stuff, getting some, getting them some uh, much needed quality of life updates, I think would, would breathe huge life into the army. 
Yeah, just um, that's maybe not what they want. (laughs) Well, not having to worry about anything, Uh, not having to worry about carrying like four books around with you, which is what it seems like OBR was uh, was doing there. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what will happen with them. And you know, my my list of uh, of soul black grave lords got immeasurably better. That black oh yes, Knight, I, I noticed list. everyone talking about black knights all of a sudden. I was like, yeah, I knew they were. I know they were good. Well, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm probably yeah. not gonna be able to bring out that uh, list for a little while because I'm just gonna wait for the points increases on certain things. Sure. <laughs> um but yeah that that list is going to dominate whatever it goes into so I, i'm excited great new it books it's exciting changes. times and uh yeah so all in all battle scroll pretty exciting and we got next time just a ton of books to talk about uh hopefully we'll have some chance i know i'm uh i gotta i'm gonna play the new corn uh this week so that's exciting Ooh, that should um, be fun that should be a good good time and um yeah, we'll have uh, more info for you guys next time. We'll blow Jack's mind with OBR. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. All righty, y'all. Well, thanks for thanks for stopping by and listening yeah, to the old for, humble channel. Thanks for making it to the end of the episode. Indeed. If you're striking last, then you're the first in our hearts. There you go. I like that. I dig it. I dig it. Ha, 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 ha.